the esteemed Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Andrew, how are you, pal? Good. How are you, my man? I'm laughing like hell over this conversation about who's Jewish and who's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking for as Jesus many as we can him, get. Are you Jewish? Jesus himself said salvation comes from the Jews. That's why well, he was he was Jewish. Boy, he was, showed that information. <laughs> he was actually bar mitzvah, I believe, in uh, Lawrence, Long Island, Jesus. So thank you for that. <laughs> hey, let's get to um, – I want to get to this impeachment stuff because I know – You've uh, shared your opinion on here before. Alan Dershowitz was on with me, I think it was yesterday. And uh, Dersh made it very, very clear that he's not for impeachment. He, he voted against every, the only impeachment he thinks in the history of the presidency that carried any weight was Nixon. He thought Clinton was wrong. All the Trump ones were wrong. He thinks this one is wrong. As a legal man, Judge Knapp, where do you fall on this impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden? I agree with uh, Professor Dershowitz. I disagreed with him uh, at the time of the Trump impeachments, but after hearing his brilliant constitutional arguments uh, on the floor of the Senate, it changed my mind. The impeachment of Andrew Johnson was just bitter revenge by the uh, radical Republicans that were running the Congress in the months and years after Lincoln was uh, assassinated. The only serious impeachment that ought to have been threatened was of Richard Nixon. Now, Nixon, for all of his faults, had the decency when Barry Goldwater and Howard Baker came to visit him and said, Mr. President, you're not going to make it. They're going to impeach you and they're going to throw you out. You should do the honorable thing and resign. Two days later, he resigned. I am hoping that Democrats will go to Joe and say, not resign, but forget it. You can't run for re-election. You're going to destroy the party. Your your, uh, presidency, your so-called presidency, is utterly indefensible. And if you do resign, the Republicans will leave you alone in the House. I think that's the motivation. Why do I think that's the motivation? Because Kevin McCarthy, and I'm not a fan of Kevin. I don't think you are. He's not a real Republican. He's just the middle of the, of the road. Compromise. Yeah, no, but, but actually, you're wrong there. That's why I kind of am. Is uh, in fact, I wanted to get to this conversation about people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Chip Roy and Matt Gates. Those people for me are way too much. They are way too much, and I want to get to why you think they don't like it. But maybe you're about to tell us okay. yourself right now. Kevin didn't count noses. He does not have a majority among Republicans for impeachment. Therefore, the purpose of impeachment is to expose what Biden did when he was vice president quite properly, to weaken him as a candidate for reelection quite properly, and perhaps to talk the Democrats into going to him and say, Joe, it's time for you to go. They don't have enough votes to send this to the, uh, to the Senate. Why do I say that? because they need every single Republican vote they can only lose four. They have 18 Republicans who were elected in districts that Joe carried over Donald Trump by more than 16 percent. Those Republicans cannot vote for impeachment or they will give up their uh, political uh, careers. Okay. I also don't think, uh, just as I condemned the second impeachment of Trump after he left office, this, remember, this is an impeachment for something he did as vice president. Even if he's convicted, they can't kick him out of office because he doesn't hold the office that he had when he did the impeachable event. They could bar him from running for future office, but they can't kick him out of the presidency. This is an impeachment for a behavior that was more than five years ago. 
So that's why I think it's ill-advised, and that's okay, why fair I, enough. I, so, I, so for I, people that don't follow this closely and they go, well, I don't get it. Chip Roy's a Republican. Matt Gates is a Republican. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republicans. And Kevin is still out there trying to help the Republicans, you know, move Joe Biden from office. So can you give us particulars as to why those people specifically don't like Kevin McCarthy? Is it what you just stated? They don't like Kevin McCarthy because they think he's a, a, a Democrat in Republican clothing. He doesn't stand for a balanced budget. He doesn't stand for smaller spending. He's in favor of aid to uh, Ukraine. He's a big government Republican, uh, and that's their objection to him. Listen, I have problems with a lot of them. But on their beats with Kevin McCarthy, I am with them. I think they make a very strong case. On the other hand, there's no Kevin has no competition. There's nobody else that could be speaker. Right. If they vacate the speaker chair, you know, it only takes one Republican to say, okay, the chair is vacated. It's time for another election. There's nobody else who can have it. The last time they did that, they changed speakers every uh, every two or three months. It ended up with uh, they, when they threw Gingrich out. So uh, this is very, very dangerous for government. The government's about to shut down uh, at the end of this month if Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and Chip Roy and those folks do not vote in favor of a continuing resolution, and they're not going to do it. They think – and here's where I agree with them. It's better for the government to shut down than for it to go uh, into uh, uh, a bottomless pit of debt. When it shuts down, the judiciary doesn't stop. And the Defense Department doesn't stop. And the borders, like our friends at ICE, don't stop. But everything else does. Mm. You know, you mentioned ICE. And uh, Curtis Sliwa talked uh, very nicely about ICE. And uh, he was on with me about 40 minutes ago, as he is every weekday morning. And Curtis and I are back at it again tonight. It'll be a third rally together. But the second one that Curtis is putting on back at Floyd Bennett Field as uh, now the possibility of two to 8,000 illegals becomes a probability. So we're back, out, uh, we're back out there tonight. But at the same time, not far from where we're going to be rallying tonight, Andrew Cuomo, Frank Setio, will be getting together, and Andrew Cuomo is going to speak. And the rumors are, and these are getting loud, these rumors, is that Cuomo's not going to run for governor or senator. He actually believes right now the presidency is ripe for the taking because the rumor is is that Joe Biden come December is going to bow out. 100% come December, all this, Joe Biden's going to bow out. And Cuomo looks at it like it's a wide-open door because he, he thinks he can beat Donald Trump. What do you think about all that conversation? Well, I don't think he can beat Donald Trump, but I think he can beat uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, and take the uh, Democratic nomination would be quite a classic battle uh, formal against Trump. Look, I know you can't stand Andrew. He's a friend of mine. I don't agree with him politically, but we are personal and so He's a murderer. He's a murderer. What do you mean he's a friend I, of yours? 18,000 people are dead. I agree with you. Uh, listen, um, and, and Andrew, listen, I'm all about loyalty. I've got childhood friends that are in prison, they're in jail. I'm all about that. But this guy is such a piece of garbage that I would not ever admit publicly that I'm his friend. I'm sorry. You may feel that way, but I'm doing you a favor. Don't ever admit that again publicly, please. It well, gonna, it's not going to help you. I'll tell you who I do agree with you on, and that's his successor. She is the worst governor in the history of the state of New York, maybe the worst governor in the history of the country. On that, I agree with you. Wow. That's, well, that's, that's because, see, now you're showing your true colors. That's because Cuomo's Italian. So you side with him and Hoko's not. <laughs> and I love Lee Zeldin, too. 
And he's a Jew. There you go. There's one for us. There you go. Lee Zeldin, he's Jewish. Um, but on a serious note with Honko, she was again talking yesterday. And the mayor does the same thing. They both should be slapped across the face for this ridiculous uh, notion that they actually care about migrants working. They only are care about. Still fr- are you still friends with the mayor, even though you and I disagree with him on so many things? I'm going to guess yes, because you're loyal to your friends. You're still friends with me, even though I'm friends with Andrew. You guess wrong. The answer is no. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I didn't say I'm not, but I, I, I have not reached out to him. Um, I have not seen him. Uh, he knows what I say on this show every morning. Trust me, Fabian Levy, Ingrid, all of his people, they tell him. And it's been months now since he's made an appearance on this show and the better part of five weeks since we've even texted each other because I'm pissed because I am his friend. But guess what? I put this city... My family, our safety, our education, our money ahead of my friendship with Eric Adams. I, and I'm sick I and tired, and I'm sick and tired of great, people. People are, people are running shade for Eric. They're quick to bash Biden. They're, they're quick to bash local. They don't the, bash Eric. Break the ice. Sid, break the ice. Have this conversation with him face-to-face on air. Invite him into the studio. Break the ice. You may actually move him in the right direction. That's how powerful your words are when you're passionate. I'm not saying that because you're my friend. I'm saying because I'm in the business of communicating. You are very passionate right now. He needs to hear you say that face to face right there in the Casa uh, studio. I agree, and I reached out to a mutual friend, and I said it would benefit the mayor more than me. It doesn't matter to me, but if the mayor has any real designs on winning again, even though I'm endorsing Curtis, or even becoming president one day, if he thinks he can win with his buddies in City Hall and not grab some independents and even moderate Republicans like myself, he's an idiot. So he does need to come on. Forget about WBLS. Forget about Joe and Mika and all these people that suck up to him, his sycophants. He needs to go with somebody like me. Take these questions. Tell me to shut up. Tell me I'm wrong. But to stay away from me makes him look like a coward and makes all these issues even worse.